listening to Dungeons and Drama Nerds, a podcast exploring the intersection of theater and tabletop role-playing games. All right, here we are. We are back. Um, so, Sydney has just invited Borug to live with him. <laughs> uh, Vance has just received a prophecy that, or not a prophecy, just sort of a vision telling, telling them to fear the snow and to keep the shark teeth alive. Uh, AZ was... I think that was AZ's version of flirting with Borug, so I think that was happening a little bit. And uh, Vector has just acquired some silken tofu for for um, for Troka. Not quite eggs, but here we are. Uh, so yeah, so Vance, you re-enter the Bumblebee canister, and you know it's still pretty rowdy, it's still going on. Snow is still there in the corner drinking, um, but. And old Susie is just delightfully running around, <laughs> serving people their drinks. Uh, the drinks are drinks. <laughs> they're pretty stand. They're they're attempts at old standards, and people stomach them because it's really the only drinking establishment right now. Um, and the prices are just really good. But the bumblebee canister is pumping after that fight. Um, what do you all want to do right now? Oh, hey, Vance. I hope it's okay, but I think. Sh- uh, uh... Barug, Borug, uh, this guy. I think I, I probably have space for him in my lab, so he can stay there with me. That's so nice of you. Yeah, he's got these really sharp teeth, and like Sydney makes like fangs with his fingers, and he's just like he's got these really sharp teeth, so he can scare away people who want to talk to me. That's that's brilliant, Sydney. Um, I have a question for you. Um, could we talk? In private. Oh yeah, sure, definitely. Actually, if you want, we can go back to my room. It's private. That sounds great. Perfect. Huh. Plan success. Check mark for Sydney. <laughs> um. So I yeah, I'll lead Sydney out of the out of the establishment. Great. Az and Vector, what do you want to do? I'm looking at Az and Baruch, who are sitting like close to each other, like. I know for AZ, this is, like, close to each other. And I'm going to go walk up to AZ and be like, I have payment for your fight, but it's uh, back at Troka. So when you're done here, no time crunch, no pressure. I'll meet you there. Sound good? As long as that payment includes my eggs. That is what I was referring to. Yes, I will have... Your eggs ready? I know how you take your omelet, so I will have it prepared when you get back. Actually, I'm not hungry. I'll just make them tomorrow for breakfast. Uh, I'm going to be like, you've had a really rough fight, and you probably need that protein. So you absolutely should take these eggs now. I want to manipulate someone. <laughs> <laughs> I want to read a stitch. <laughs> Since it's a PC, roll with history. Roll with hex. I love uh, that our first PvP is because of these eggs. <laughs> two. That's a nine. A nine. So you choose one. If they go along with you, they mark experience. If they refuse, erase one of their stat highlights for the remainder of the session. You said you were going to read a sitch? Is... Is uh, one of your, uh, is Sharp one of your highlighted stats? It's not 
highlighted, but it's plus one. Oh, so go ahead and read the sitch real quick. Uh, I got a nine. A nine. So you may ask one. Uh, what is my best escape route? Which enemy is most vulnerable to me? Which enemy is the biggest threat? What should I be on the lookout for? What is my enemy's true position? And who's in control here? What was the last one? Who's in control here? (laughs) It's all about eggs. (laughs) I'm going to ask who's in control here. I think Vector is very much in control here, and Z shows it. Fuck. If you go along with it, then um, you'll make improvement. Fine. Great. We'll have those omelets ready the second you get back. Thank you, Daddy. Of course. (laughs) All right. So, Vector, you leave to go complete your scam. (laughs) The great egg caper. Uh, what an arc. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is, uh, I mean, I'm always expected zaniness in, in any of the Powered by Apocalypse games. And I'm, again, super glad because I was like, oh, this game is so gritty. I'm so glad this is the way we're going. <laughs> AZ, you find yourself left alone with Borug. So is anything happening here? No? Uh, no. All right. What's hap- What? 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 <laughs> Me, you dingus. I've been hitting on you all night. You literally hit me with a knife. (laughs) Yeah, and then I let you win. Oh. Oh, was... Was the little one also not hitting on me? No, he was hitting on you. Okay. (laughs) He's sweet. He is. Be very, very gentle with him. Or I will hurt you more. Is that a promise? Yes. Wink. <laughs> Are you trying to collect that promise tonight? Potentially. I I find myself with a lot of options all of a sudden. And it's a lot to process, but do you want to find a bathroom? Sure. That omelet can't get too cold. <laughs> all right. So, uh... <laughs> Good, let's go. Well, now it's happening. Roll your sex move. Oh, your sex move is that their sex move doesn't happen. You negate sex moves. Ugh, I feel so gross about that, honestly. I know. But, I mean, some of the other sex moves are, like, kind of weird, so you would be impervious to them, basically. Yeah. Impervious to other people's sex moves, so less negating and more, like, people can't really manipulate you with sex. Mm. Which is how I'm choosing to look at that positively. Okay, that's a nice way to see it. Um, is <laughs> does sex use any stat? Uh, no, I think you just boink. <laughs> <laughs> it's just aimless boinking. I mean, this was like y'all fought, and it was wow. heated. Apparently, <laughs> um, I think he was legitimately just trying to win, and you were apparently fighting to flirt, and so there was some crossed wires there, <laughs> but. Is, I think you know, like it's Great. it's apocalypse world, and again, like I said, I run very sex positive world, so like y'all can just go fuck for fun, <laughs> like sweet roll to fuck for fun. There is no roll; you just fuck for fun. Oh, oh, okay, great. We fuck for fun. Yeah. Um, is it really roll plus weird? <laughs> roll to fuck for business. <laughs> um, 
Uh, well, yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing. Is like, I don't think you needed to seduce him there if you're blatantly stating your intentions. That's not seduction. That's a business proposal. I told y'all, first thing, that I'm a terrible flirt. But it works sometimes, and it did. You got you got the sax <laughs> with a man with Great. shark teeth. <laughs> but yeah, so when Sydney and Vance return, Vector has left, and Az and Baruch are gone. <laughs> nice. What would you two like to do? Oh yeah, uh, what did you want to talk to me about, uh, Vance? Can you remind me how you're? I'm going to just look around and kind of say a little bit more quietly how your spy network is going. Oh, yeah, it's going great. Uh, So it's like I've attached eyeballs to the roots of the plants. Actually, that sounds really weird when I say it out loud. So uh, but, you know, the visual kind of works here. So eyeballs attached to the roots of my plants so we can see slash feel what the plant feels. And then from that data, well... I kind of need to do a little bit more work on my workshop. Currently, I can't understand what the plant is saying back to me. But once I can, then I'll be able to get all that data from outside of our hold. I wonder if this new plant at the ruins of American University might be helpful. Would it be helpful? What do you think? Uh, I'm going to say yes, regardless of whether or not. Oh, because you just want to go see the plant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nods enthusiastically. Um, can I level with you? Yeah, absolutely. You can always level with me. That thing that Jericho told us has me feeling a little on edge. Um, and the more I can feel in touch with what's going on in the hold when I'm not there, the better. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm in a constant state of being on edge. Uh, so I guess I could say that I'm also feeling more that way now that I know that you're also feeling on edge. Ooh, okay. Ooh, breathing. I think we should take a trip sometime soon. All right. Time to go see a tree. Oh, boy. Well, not, not right now, but soon. Okay. Let me know in advance so we can go get ready. I have lots of fruits and plants to pack sure thank you sydney oh no problem all right and so when you both return do you return from sydney's room or does sydney stay in his room i feel like once Um, sydney is there he would stay there yeah i agree (laughs) sydney's just like okay uh, if i'm gonna have roommate i should probably expand this taped outside area so it's slightly more livable because right now it's just like a box size. That's not enough for a large man. No. <laughs> so, Vance, you return, I guess you return to the Bumblebee canister, and... I want to make a stop um, and talk to Chogan. Oh, sure thing. So, yeah. So, uh, you stop in the armory, and there's uh, Chogan hanging out. Hey, um, we've got a lot of a lot of newcomers who are looking to move in. Um, I've got one that I want you to keep an eye on if you can. Her name is Snow. Uh, she has uh, red, red eyes. Can't miss her. Duly noted. Thank you. I'll spread the word. Anything else you need me to do? Uh, No, just the normal whenever Troka's here. <laughs> you got it. Troka protocols active. 
All right, so you quick stop off, easy peasy. Your gang is very loyal and very ruly. Yeah. So the ruliest. Yeah, the ruliest gang. And so you you make your way back to the Bumblebee canister, and Azian, Bro, uh, Borug, and Vector are all gone. Uh, Snow is still in the corner there, and uh, yeah, old Susie, they're just dishing out drinks and just relishing in the jingle of keys. I'm just going to spend some time kind of hanging out among the people and kind of keeping an eye on Snow. Great. Um, I think at a certain point, Snow will retire to her room. Um, But yeah, there are... Old Susie at some point will point out that there are sort of six other new residents other than Snow and Borug, uh, all of whom are currently up in their rooms. But since it's daytime, you know, they're like... I don't see why you wouldn't go introduce yourself being the leader of the hold and all. Yeah, I'll go make the make the rounds. Great. So you come up to the first door and as you knock on it, like one of the little peephole slides open and uh, you see a sort of, I guess, an Asian looking man sort of through the peephole. And he, you know, in a very low sort of growly voice is like, can I help you? Uh, My name is Vance. I'm the leader of this hold. I just wanted to say hello. Oh, Oh God! And the door opens immediately, <laughs> and you see a you see a man who's sort of in like dirty army fatigues. Really, looks like his clothing a choice. And like in the corner of the room, you see like a really nice sniper rifle. Mm-hmm. And also in the room is uh, another man lying in the bed, uh, covered in blankets, asleep. And on the floor, there is a young, dark-skinned child, uh, just a uh, seems to be playing or seems to be reading a book right now. And the man is like, as he looks up and goes, Jay, don't pay him any mind. You keep reading your book. Uh-huh. Um, what's your name? Because uh, Gail. Gail Song, sir. It's lovely to meet you. I, I just wanted to welcome you. Uh, ask if there's anything you needed. Because, well, uh, we, we've got lodging for a bit. I'm going to be looking for work pretty soon. Um, my When he looks over at the bed and goes, my husband is, uh, is it's really odd. When he came in here, he got sick. Sick how? He seems to be running a fever, and I think it's getting worse. We'll probably take him down to the clinic in a little bit. Is your clinic expensive? I'll get it taken care of. Really? That's... What do we owe you? Don't don't worry about it for now. Yes. Oh, thank you. And he sort of takes your hand and shakes it really warmly. And uh, he goes, that's, uh, that's my husband, Ghana, in the bed, and this is our son, Jay. Uh-huh. Well, you... You have a you have a safe place here. He a, a warm smile sort of appears on his face, and he goes, oh, "I will do my best to trust that." I'll I'll leave you uh, for now, but it was nice to meet you. Please, uh, stop by sometime and let us cook you some dinner. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and um, you go ahead and close the door. Yeah. Uh, yep. You go on over to the next room. And there's a knock. Mm-hmm. You go, hold up one second. And uh, <laughs> after a moment, the door sort of swings open and there is a giant woman um, standing in the doorway. Hello. And, you know, she must she must be like six foot six, uh, like powerfully built. Um, and she goes, well, hi. <laughs> and like immediately goes to give you a hug. Uh, I hesitate a little bit, then accept it. Um Hi, uh, my name is Vance. I'm the leader of this hold. I just wanted to to welcome you. Say hello. Oh well, it's real good to meet you. My name's my name's Angeline. Uh, I'm from uh, I'm from River City, just south of here. 
Um, and I am a oh, I'm new to the fadeaway. Uh, so it's a real, real interesting place you got up here. I'm not used to having a city with, with walls. Yeah, welcome. I that must have been quite a harrowing journey. Uh, well, you know, and she she's like, hey, weren't nothing for me. And she points over and there is a in the corner of her room. There is a massive mall with like axe blades jammed into it. Um, I I imagine <laughs> I imagine it wasn't. Um, is there anything in particular that you're hoping to find here or that you're looking for? Uh, go ahead and roll to manipulate on this one. Mm. Uh, that is a 10. A 10. Uh, and I mark improvement because that's a highlighted stat. So that is my fifth. Yay, and you improve. There it is. So roll plus hot. Uh, so they'll go along with you unless or until some factor action betrays the reason you gave them. So yeah, so your curiosity just to... And they're like, well... And they close the door and they sort of seat you down. Say, so, uh, This is kind of hard for me to say, but uh, I'm looking for someone. Who are you looking for? Um, uh... Well, I guess my fiance, his name's uh, Samwise. Uh, he went missing back down in River City, and I've I've been looking for him. Um, I came up here because this is where the trail led. Uh huh. I don't. I don't. I haven't seen him in a couple months. Um, I thought he was going to come back, but I have. I haven't seen him yet, and I, I got worried that maybe he was mixed up with some raiders, or some slave, or got caught by some slavers or something. I I just got to find him though. Uh, but someone said that they saw him. Uh, one of the traveling merchants heading down to the river city said they saw him up up here in the fadeaway and this place is was a lot bigger than I thought I thought the fadeaway was just like one hold I didn't expect it to be like nine holds you know it it is uh, quite quite large what does Samwise look like Samwise is uh, about your height curly brown hair blue eyes got the singing voice of an angel though huh well I'll keep an eye out and I'll uh, I'll put out put out the word um do you have reason to believe that he's in danger well you know I, I don't know i don't know for sure but you know the world is a real dangerous place so i hope he isn't but you never know for sure yeah well i'm, I'm very sorry uh and if there's anything i can do to help let me know mm, thank you that really means a lot i feel like this is the first hold I stopped off when after the junkway, and it feels real welcome in here. You came from the junkway? Well, I mean, I had to pass through there to get... Oh, yes. You know, from from outside, but yeah. I mean, the junkway was... That was kind of a crazy place, you know? Yeah. I mean, I didn't even realize the demons got that big in, in what y'all out there, you know? The Elysian Fields, y'all call it? Those mm-hmm. fuckers get big. Yeah, but it seems like you handled yourself quite well. Yeah, that's all I can do these days. Um, but yeah, uh, well, let me know how I can help out around here, okay? Like, I, I figure I'm going to be here for a little bit while until I get my next lead. And if I don't find anything, you know, I'll move on. But while I'm here, let me know how I can help. Sure. Um, if you if you feel an urge to, to practice your, your combat skills, we could always use that. Oh, really? Well, all right then. Uh, sign me up. Uh, that's... I learned I'm pretty good at it, so. Sure. Yeah, go go talk to uh, Chogan down in the in the armory. You got it. All right. I tell him that I sent you. Oh, well, I suppose that's good. All right, great. <laughs> yeah. 
and uh, you know she's she's bubbly and light in a, a really sort of refreshing way from most of the very dour people <laughs> in the mm-hmm. apocalypse world it seems that it has not dampened her spirits i love her <laughs> all right and uh in the next room you knock and you don't hear an answer right away mm-hmm. and then as you knock a second time the door slowly creaks open and a you know a I guess you would describe her. She looks a lot like Sandra O. Oh. Um, they sort of peek up at you and go, can I help you? My name is Vance. I'm the leader of this hold. I just wanted to bid you welcome. I was wondering when you would stop by to come in. Sure. Um, I go in. And she seats you down and uh, she pours you some tea. Uh, thank you. Um, I'm going to kind of let her take the lead. And she goes, um, I was waiting for you to stop by. I figured you would. You you do love to greet all the new people who come into Temptation. How do you know? Hmm? How did you know? Well, the information networks, of course. I am from Speakeasy. Mm. Ah, of course. And uh, they smile. And they say, uh, I suppose you can't help me with a little bit of business, can you? Tell me more. I heard of this legendary place called Troka, you see. Mm. And uh, I have it on good word that it stopped in here quite often. And to my surprise, here it was, this place of myth, Troka. I was wondering, do you know uh, Vector? Not well. But you do. Our paths have crossed. Fascinating. I don't know that Z is here right now, though. I think Z might be out... Scouting new fighters. That tracks, as they say. And they smile and sip their tea, poured from the same thing as yours. Yeah. And they say, this is um, some of the last remaining Earl Grey I could find. I'm honored that you shared with me. Well, I like I said, I was expecting the leader of Temptation to show up any minute. Well, uh, I will certainly let you know if I see Vector. Is there any way I can be of service to you? Tit for tat, as they say. What do you have to offer? Yes, I have my information network. And I'm always happy to pass on messages to anyone in Speakeasy. I'll be sure to let you know when that might be useful. Absolutely. I wait with bated breath, my dear. I, uh, peace out. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Um, yeah, and then in the next room, the final room, uh, there is, um... Un, uh, it sort of answered the door in here, yeah? Uh, this is Vance. I'm the leader of the hold. I just wanted to say hello. And the sort of door also creaks open slowly. It goes, well, hello. What's your name? Chance. It's it's nice to meet you. It's good to meet you, too, rhyming name, Vance. That, oh, that's that's quite charming. Goes, yeah, um, well, thanks for having me in your town. Your hold. Sure. That's a pretty cool place you got here. Thank you. I like to think so. Um, what are you looking to do here? Start a new life, I think. You think? Yeah. I've just been wandering the fadeaway for a little bit. Huh. Well, uh, let me know if there's anything I can do for you. Yeah, actually. Uh, what's his name down in the armory? Chogan, right? He leads mm-hmm. the fighters around here. Yes. Cool. I should uh should talk to him about some potential work, yeah. Sure. I'm sure he'd be happy to hear from you. We do have quite a rigorous uh 
initiation. I look forward to it. Well, it was lovely meeting you, Chance. Good to meet you too, Vance. And the door closes before you. <laughs> they they put a, they put a finger guns, but the door closes. <laughs> Yeah, so you just like par- paraded right through all the blocks, <laughs> as I said. Um, no, you you have a whole slew of interesting people appearing in your hold because you selected plus strangers. Mm-hmm. I sure I sure did. Um, yeah, I um, I'm gonna go find Vector. Great. Uh, so we're gonna shift over to Az, who is stepping out of the bathroom with Borg. Uh, Borg is sort of like easing back into his tank top with a big smile on his face <laughs> um, because uh, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, been a while. Sorry. Yeah, don't worry about it. You fuck almost as good as you fight. <laughs> he sort of beams at that. He goes, well, I'm trying to learn from the best in both, huh? Aw, you'll make me blush. He like... <laughs> sort of totters back to the table like a, sp- a definite spring in his giant step <laughs> uh listen i'm gonna get back and find that omelet should i uh show you the way to sydney's i'd appreciate that oh god my accent um <laughs> i'd appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> who are you <laughs> Um, yeah, so you, you show him the way over to Sydney's place, and he'll knock on the door, which I imagine is metal with, like, plants in it. You imagine correctly? Yes. Uh, yeah, so he'll knock on the door and go, uh, I don't think I even got his name. And I agreed to move in with him, oh no. Sydney, he likes plants. He gets a little funky sometimes. If you let him know, he'll shut up. Oh. Okay. And he'll knock on the door. Who is it? It's Borug and AZ. Oh. Oh, nice. Oh, come on in, guys. And I'll, like, open the door, and then I'll immediately shove them both into the outside corner. Again, jet of air from the ceiling. We don't know what the jet of air is, but it's probably safer than what's outside, right? It's what the plants breathe, and the the plants live, so... Plants crave? (laughs) <laughs> plants crave it <laughs> so I've got this space set aside and it's like a mattress that has been made out of servers on top is like a plant bed um, yeah so uh, this is this can be your space um, I'm just mostly you know around the rest of the room sometimes I sleep in the tree but sometimes I'm also just like in the corner over there doing some research or something uh, so yeah make yourself at home there's uh, plamangos you had one of those earlier so I know you liked those and then there's avocanas and tomato granites and you know regular fruits too I'm not just like all crazy though and Borg is like it, it's okay if you're all crazy Wow, that's nice. Huh. Okay. Is there... Is this all the room I need? Where do you cook? Is there a bathroom? Is there... Oh, the bathroom's outside uh, on the left. I hate going, though, uh, because, you know, it's outside. So uh, I try to limit my, my goings as much as possible. As for cooking spaces... 
I mostly eat the fruits that I have here, and then also some of Vance's people bring me food from the kitchen, so I can get them to do that for you too, I guess, since you'll be living here at all. Maybe I'll just say twice the meal for Sydney. Maybe I'll just say I'm really hungry lately. I gotta feed a new plant or something. Borg has that look on his face that is the what have I gotten myself into look. Um, but seems otherwise like easily accepting of your setup as you're providing him like a rent-free home. Ooh, some of the servers do get hot enough that you can cook an egg on them. I would know. I tried. He goes, oh. Okay. <laughs> um, but he, you see him sort of taking mental notes on that, being like, cook, egg, server, check. <laughs> and he looks to AZ and is like, do you... Do you stop by often? Yeah, I'm around whenever Troka's in town and uh, whenever I need to fix up on old Lefty. Alright, well, stay alive until I can see you again. Yeah, stay alive. Let me know if you need anything. He nods and is going to start unpacking his meager belongings into the little corner. You can have more space if you want. I just, I set out this space because it's like outdoor space, so it won't get, you know very planty, but if you move into other spaces of the room, I can't promise that you won't have plants there. And he looks around and is like, have you considered like, planters and pots and terrariums? Oh, that's what these old electronics are for. I haven't found a use for them yet, so they just store my plants for a while, and then I move them around. Okay. I think I can get used to it here. I say, uh, Sydney, let me know when you got a lead on the nightmares, yeah? Oh, yeah, will do. Uh, I was looking into something for Vance, too. I think I need to upgrade my stuff. Hmm. Which means I might have to take a trip. Okay, let me know if you need some... Outside world. I would say let me know if you need some muscle, but looks like you got some. So I'll, uh, head back to Troka. (laughs) Oh, sorry, I said that out loud. (laughs) <laughs> I think uh, Borg will blush again. Um, let's see. So, um, AZ Honey, you are a battle babe of the highest caliber, and I think as you turn around, you actually catch sort of a glimpse of movement out of the corner of your eye as you are starting, as you turn to leave and the door closes. In the hallway or in the room? In the In the hallway, outside of the room, just sort of like, sort of like a like ducking off to a corner or like ducking around a hallway like a very quick movement I follow it great let's see I don't think there's really a role for this is there (laughs) Um, so you follow yeah yeah so as you follow um, you see that some like a as you round a corner you sort of catch a glimpse of a hooded figure sort of leaving around another corner and sort of weaving Mm -hmm. you back into sort of the market commons and it is actually in sort of the market commons where you sort of not bump into, but there's Vance. Um, it wasn't Vance. The Vance wasn't clearly wasn't the hooded figure, but I think in the crowd you seem to have lost the the person. Did the hood have any remarkable symbols or um, embroidery or shape to it that I would assign to any particular cult? No, I don't think you would assign it to any particular cult. I think the most remarkable thing about it was how unremarkable it was, as if it is designed to be lost in a crowd. Great. Uh, 
I, I greet Vance distractedly. I'm still looking for the hooded figure. Uh, hey, AZ, what what's going on? Just saw something fucked up. Care care to elaborate? Someone in a hood. They moved in a way that worried me. Can't really say more than that. Hmm. That sounds worrisome. Um, do you know where Vector is? No. Okay. Uh, I'm going to find Zir. Great. Good luck. I'm on my way to find an omelet. Uh, good luck. <laughs> and you both awkwardly walk in the same direction. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess we're headed to Troka. And on that note, let's shift over to Troka. Uh, Vector, you get back there. You see that as you arrive, as you're looking around for eggs, Polixena's like, they said this was the next best thing. And there is a one one like little container of silken tofu. Uh, what people don't know is that Polexina is a really brilliant chef. Uh, and I'm like, uh, great, just go ahead and make an omelet with that. Put all the fixings in. We know that AZ really likes the black pepper. So a little bit of extra on that. Uh, and plenty of cheese. Just hide the fact that this is not actual eggs. They'll be here soon. I don't want to deal with that conversation. So just take care of that for me. Plexa is like, I will do my best. Um, she goes, oh, but boss, uh, something of interest for you. Uh, Snow was one of our passengers here. Kept a low profile. Thought you'd like to know that uh, she was recently banned from Speakeasy for violent assault. And when did we find this out? Uh, probably two nights ago. And we didn't think it was worth mentioning. She goes, um, apparently not. <laughs> it is a good thing that you are pretty and that you are the best at getting information. Because otherwise, I would fire you here on the spot. Oh, goodness. We know that anyone from Speakeasy needs to have a special eye kept on them. Where did she go? We kept a special eye on her, but she's staying in Temptation right now. She got a room there just today. Great. Well, this trip to Temptation might be a little bit quicker than other ones. All right. Well, I mean, we're all stocked up. We're ready to roll out. Maybe as soon as tomorrow. I think tomorrow sounds like a great idea. Excellent. She goes, well, do you have a uh, course charted yet? Do you know which rails we're taking? Not yet. I have some leads I want to follow up on. See if anyone is... If there's any interesting routes, you know, uh, elsewhere in the city. Places we haven't been yet. Gotcha. Okay. Well, let me know tomorrow and we'll we'll set a course. Great. And get right on that omelet for me. You got it, boss. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, at, at the same time, after saying goodbye, Vance and Vector both arrive at Troka, having not really left each other's sight, or Vance and, uh, AZ, they both arrive <laughs> at Troka, uh, sort of, like, eyeing each other awkwardly, I think. <laughs> and there you all are at Troka, what's going on now? I, like, go in and immediately lock eyes with Vector, and I'm like, I have to talk to you. Uh, I give Vance pretty wide eyes, and I'm like, excellent. Let me just talk to AZ really quickly. I will be right with you. Give me just one moment. Sure. 
uh, I go to AZ and I'm like, Onlet is on its way. Just take a seat in the uh, relaxing car if you want to chat with anyone. Um, obviously, it's on the house. You know that. So have a good, lovely time and we'll be right with you. Uh, but I have to go talk to Vance. And I immediately like grab Vance and pull Vance into the cockpit, which smells vaguely like rotten meat kind mm. of all the time. It's not pleasant. But uh, yeah, they do not like that at all. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, you wanted to see me? We have a problem. Yeah, I kind of figured that. There's a lot going on here uh, around now. There, there is. um, But as I was greeting all of the all of the newcomers, um, someone here is looking for you. Oh, someone from Speakeasy. Is it Snow? Snow was banned from Speakeasy for... No, a small woman or a small person. Um, they made me tea. Do I, Did they give me their name or did I not ask for it? I don't remember. You did not ask for their name. Fuck. It's the one person I didn't ask. It's fine. Um, I didn't catch their name, but um, they were very interested to know where you were. Wonderful. That's... Okay, um, I'm not going to be here for long. I, I did I did tell them that you were not with the car. I told them you were elsewhere for what that's worth. So I probably shouldn't be with the car then. Um, I know you have that guest cot in your, uh, your space, your office. Mm-hmm. Would you mind if I slept there for the night? And then I think I'm just going to get out of town tomorrow. We were talking about staying longer, but... There's too much going on, and I don't want to risk anything. I I understand. Um, I'm disappointed to see you go so soon, but I, yes, there is there is a lot a lot going on. Um, do you know anything else about this snow? I uh, have asked Chogan to keep an eye on her. No, I just found out that she's from Speakeasy, and mm. that's a bit worrisome for me. I. Yes, Jericho has has warned me to to fear the snow, so I have reason to believe that she's bad news. Well, is there anywhere you're trying to go in the next coming days? I don't want to say goodbye at this point because I really do like being around you, and we don't do this a lot, so I want to... I, I, if you're in danger and I'm in danger and I'm leaving town anyway, you should just come with for a while. Well, I am hoping to bring Sydney to that new tree uh, at American University. Could we go there? Absolutely. There's a railway that takes us right over to that area. Brilliant. It's on Excellent. the red line. <laughs> It is on the red line. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yes, you can you can stay in my quarters for the evening. Um, is there? I want to keep you safe. Is there something I should do about about this? They seemed not threatening. <laughs> I don't. I can't handle myself. I think I'll be all right. But I. Wouldn't hate having an extra set of eyes 
I know Steward is around. And I know that she loves guarding me in particular. I'll ask Shepard to to keep an eye on you. Shepard, that's it. (laughs) Bad with names. Um, So that would be great. I would love just an extra set of eyes. And maybe tonight you could tell me about some times before you started Temptation. You know I love those stories. Sure. Okay. Um, I should not be here. I shouldn't be at Troka if she's look or if they're looking for me. Yes, Violet will let you into my uh, into my quarters. Excellent. I will head that general direction. I've got a few more things to wrap up here, but then I will head in that general direction, and I'll see you there tonight. Sure. Excellent, Vance. Right. Thank you so much. Of course. You know this means the world to me. I anything to keep you safe. I think I like squeeze there, like like arm. I don't think it's a hug. I don't think we go in for a full hug. No. Um, but it's like just a gentle like lower arm squeeze. Yeah. Yeah, they do the thing where they like oh, like grab your wrist lightly, like a, one of those. Yep, I love that. Oh. Um, so yeah, so AZ, what are you doing at Troka? Are you staying at Troka? Are you getting a room in town? Uh, well, if I didn't overhear that, I don't Oh, that's true. You were. This was a private conversation in the cockpit. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So what do you let Az know? Your loyal subordinate. Uh, I come out and I'm like, I'm not going to be spending the night here tonight. I will be elsewhere. I don't want to tell anyone where I'm going. Just on the off chance that there are people listening. There's someone from Speakeasy here, and I'm not necessarily feeling the most comfortable with that. So, tomorrow morning we'll be leaving. It sounds like we have a course of action of where we're going, um, which I will reveal once we're on the way. But your omelet should be out any time now. And and you did a phenomenal job in the fight today. Thank you for a good show. And I think I've got some extra keys, and I, like, give them a tip. And I'm like, an extra amount. I appreciate the tip, but I'm here to protect you. Is this really all you're going to tell me? I I don't know that I would willingly tell more. If you want to read a person, you could do that and ask me more, but I don't know that I want to tell more at this point. Go ahead and roll to read a person. Ooh, nope, I got a five. Yeah, (laughs) so... Uh, mark experience. Oh, I just hit improve. Yay. So you may still ask a question, but be prepared for the worst. Uh, The questions are, is your character telling the truth? What's your character really feeling? What does your character intend to do? What does your character wish I'd do? And how could I get your character to blank? What do you, what do you want me to do? I think out of character, you'll like, or in body movement, you'll get the impression that like, as I'm leaving, I'm leaving intentionally a little bit slower than usual. I want you to follow me. I want you to follow me and find out where I'm going. And I think that is a little lost on AZ this time. AZ's just kind of confused, unfortunately. So AZ's going to be like, well, I'll pull down the fort. I'm too hungry for body language, dude. 
That's a mood. And so, yeah, as as Vector walks away, AZ begins to dig into their omelette. Do I know? Do you know? Oh, oh. You went along with it? Oh, no, you went along with the omelette being an omelette. I don't know if you know that it's not. Roll plus sharp. We'll, we'll do a modified Rita sitch. It's a charred situation. Read the dish! Because, you know, eggs are like the key yes. light motif. Eleven! Eleven! Oh my god. So if you were to ask, like, <laughs> what should I be on the lookout for? I would tell you that you're lo- you're looking out for the fact that these are not eggs. They're they're close, but like you know the fluffy texture of an omelet versus the more silky texture of tofu, and you're like, huh, bamboozled again. In that case, I would go after Vector to give him a piece of my mind. <laughs> All right, so Vector and Vance, as you walk away, you hear a storming AZ coming up behind you. Oh, I meant like I'm gonna fo- I like I'm gonna follow, and then I thought that they had gotten further ahead, so I was like, thought that was gonna take me longer to catch up to them. But I don't, I don't want to like catch them immediately as they're leaving. Okay, we can have you show up later. Okay, we can have you show up at Vance, at Vance's room later to be like, those weren't eggs. You know they're not fake, they're not real eggs, but you're like. I'm still going to finish this omelet. Yeah, you're still hungry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, let's move over, if you don't mind, over to Sydney. Um, Sydney, in your room, as Borg is sort of setting up shop, there's a moment of sort of almost tenseness in the air as you watch Borg stiffen. How many entrances and exits to this room? Oh, there's just the one. Well, there's a bunch of windows so my plants can get some lights. And also, there's a closet where I keep all my carnivorous plants and venomous plants. Uh, so I'll, I, I guess, watch out for those. I guess I should have warned you about that uh, 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 up front. But. That, that, that's fine. Is there, is there someone else in here? Uh, I, I would hope not. Though... This morning, I did look at my tree, and it did look like someone had touched the root system and, like, examined it, but but they but they didn't do anything. They just put everything back where it was if they did. Uh, I thought I might have just, you know, picked stuff up and put it down in my sleep. Sometimes I do that. Oh, okay. And, uh, Sidney, you look over and one of your windows is open. Oh, but I definitely wouldn't have done that uh the outside belongs outside i say so the windows stay closed in here i think someone from the outside is now inside okay um i don't want to scream so um if you want i'm gonna go ahead and open the door to my closet and i like open it and there's like immediately ravenous snapping because Sydney has some carnivorous uh, uh, plants just, you know, kept out of sight. Uh, and for whenever he leaves the lab, he likes to, you know, wheel them out, leave them at the front door just in case anyone decides to come in. Uh, in this case, OK, don't worry, I'll wheel around this this flytrap and it'll protect me. So, um, yeah, I have that poison sumac if you want to hold it. Uh, you can use it like a sword or something. I do not want to hold poison sumac. 
oh, don't worry, I have gloves. And he like hands gloves over to uh, to Baruch. Gotcha. Um, How did you sense that there was someone in here so fast? Man, having a roommate is kind of useful, huh? And, uh, Sydney, you're going to watch as a knife comes flying out of the air and sort of thuds into Baruch's shoulder. And he, like, sort of stumbles into some of the circuitry and, like, trips over the plant bed you've made for him, like, landing on the floor. And you see, um, meta-knowledge, the hooded figure that that, uh, AZ chased away, is standing in your room. Hood drawn and several knives in each of her hands. Oh, boy. Well, uh, that's not good. Uh, 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 so Sydney's like looking around and he's like, he's going to shove his carnivorous plant in the direction of this hooded figure. And he's going to search around for his, uh, uh, his net caster. So he has a, uh, one of his bartering items is a, a vine shooter effectively. So it'll shoot a vine that will miracle grow and entangle its, its, uh, its target. So he's like looking around for that. Oh, damn. Um, All right. So roll to go, uh. Well, let's say you find it. I mean, I think it's your lab, and I I want to see you use this thing. I wasn't sure because I was like Sydney's like super disorganized. So if you want to like make me work for it, I will. Um, I like being a fan of the characters, and if if your thing is plant tech, let's let you use some plant tech, right? Okay. So he'll go ahead and he'll take he'll put on a glove and he'll grab one of the poison sumac leaves and he'll also uh, find his net shooter. Um, so he'll he'll go ahead and be like, I don't know who you are, but Oh gosh, this is why I'm never happy. I'm like part happy that Troka's here because AZ Honey is here, but then all these weirdos come along too. Oh. I think the hooded figure sort of tilts ahead at you, and you've pushed the carnivorous plant to it, so they're backing up. I'm away from it, but uh, and you were grabbing your poison sumac and your vine shooter. They seem to be uh trying to sort of calculate a way around you as like. You seem to be directly in the path between them and Borug. Okay, so so long as they're not advancing, I'm also, I'm not about conflict. So I'm going to try and just like, you know, do my best to just kind of hold my position. And if they move like towards me at all, I'm going to shoot that vine shooter. Great. So they're going to sort of like, as they have a knife up, they're like, get out of the way. You are a danger to my plants. And... My newly hired thug, who didn't do very much, if I'm being honest. Um, Borg is at this moment standing up, and you watch. So I think here's how it plays out. You're going to watch as they flick one of the knives, like, right over your shoulder. And you see that the movement is happening, so you fire off the vine shooter. So go ahead and roll to go aggro on someone. Okay, uh, so I since I have spooky intense, I get to roll plus weird instead of plus cool. So... Here we go. Okay, so that'll be nine. So, cool. So you you do uh, flinch a little bit. You do sort of hesitate as you watch them flick. You were caught sort of off guard by that. So, I can offer you a worse outcome, a hard bargain, or an ugly choice. Do you want to step in and take the flying knife while you shoot off? Or not shoot off at all you know do you get so startled that you don't fire your thing off or do you actually also step in the way of the knife in order to get the right angle which knife am i getting smacked with uh the knife that was thrown at your direction but aimed to be over your shoulder likely at borug okay i will i think 
Sydney's gonna prioritize getting his shot just right, so he's not even gonna notice that there's a knife coming for him. So he'll like move to like get into the right spot because that person has like moved. He's almost stepped on a chrysanthemum, and it took forever to get that color. So he's gonna get over and like shoot the net shooter, but still get hit by the knife. Gotcha. So yeah, so I think they're they're gonna get entangled by the vines, but you're gonna take the knife like right in your shoulder as well. And I think, uh, go ahead and take two harm. So that's a bad hit, and you're already bleeding pretty heavily. And you hear Borog let out a yell as well. And he's pushing past you now. He doesn't have any of his weapons, um, but he seems to be running for the entangled person. Oh, thank goodness. I thought you went down off that knife, and I was really debating your your uh, durability there. But now we can be, we can be shoulder knife twins. <laughs> shoulder knife twins. <laughs> Um, and I think Borg isn't really listening to you <laughs> as you say all that, as he's pushing past you, uh, charging the person who, while tangled up, is still surprisingly mobile on their feet. Like, the vines are growing around, and they're using their knives to keep it off their legs, but even if their arms are tied. And you watch as they sort of, like, jump up onto one of your planters, like, kicking a bunch of your plants over and scattering all the dirt everywhere as they leap, like, right through the window to escape, shattering glass everywhere as well. Um, but as you... As you notice, as they're jumping through the window, the hood comes off a little bit, and you just catch a glimpse of a headscarf. Hmm. Do I... Okay, what is the color of the headscarf? Oh, God, I'm colorblind. I never think about colors. Um, a Blue and silver. Blue and silver. Sounds fine to me. Okay. So I'm going to, like, walk over really slowly after they've just jumped out a window, effectively. Um, okay. Uh, okay, plant bot. Add to list. Uh, fix one window... Get new planters for chrysanthemum, for the tea plant, for the banana leaves. Order me a new shirt. I can't believe they damaged my favorite shirt. Oh, I'm bleeding. Oh, oh no. And then he just like faints. Oh no, Borg is going to catch you. (laughs) Okay. Lower you to the ground and start tending to your wound while yelling for help. And we will fade away from that scene. Um, I would love to go over what the rest of everyone's night looks like. I think Borug is taking care of Sydney and administering some first aid to both of them. Um, and will, uh, you know, keep a respectful distance while you sleep as he begins to set up his area. I think, AZ, I think you have caught up to Vance and Vector at one point and given Vector a what for about eggs. But then I suspect you stormed back to Troka to spend the night there. Yeah, so when I catch up, uh, I just say, you will not lie to me again, and then turn around and go back. Damn, AZ. Ooh. And uh, Vance and Vector, how do you respond to that? Uh, Vance is very much like, "Hmm, not my problem. (laughs) I am not involved. I look at Vance and I'm like, eggs. And then I just keep walking. (laughs) Eggs. Uh, Vector, you have Shepard assigned to you to keep watch at the door over the night, uh, along with uh, one of the other gang members, let's say Seraph. 
Uh, so Vance's room is double guarded tonight. Uh, Vance, I think you all set up for the nighttime. Tell some stories. Tell some stories. Share some drinks. Uh, AZ, what are you doing? Anything special at Troka? Yeah, I go through my heavier exercises. I do um, some weightlifting. I need to do some research and see what kind of martial art is AZ's favorite. But I do some practice of that. I suspect something like Muay Thai, something like Barudal. Yeah, something real punchy, punchy kicky. Um, yeah, I do that. I uh, go to my room. I do my evening breathing. Um, every night I light a candle and uh, inhale and exhale ten times with the flame. Blow it out and get into bed is do you typically do that with your eyes closed yes great so when you open your eyes to blow out the candle there's a woman sitting across from you she looks like sandra O, oh, and uh she smiles and says "Daisy, honey i have some questions for you Dungeons and Drama Nerds is produced by Todd Bryan Backus, Percy Hornack, and Nick Orvis, and is mixed and edited by Anthony Sertel-Dean. Irremediably Home, our Apocalypse World campaign, features John John Johnson as the writer and master of ceremonies, Percy Hornack as Vance Holiday, T.P. Huth as Vector, Elamok as AZ Honey, and Dex Fam as Sydney Thorpe. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at dndramanerds, and on Facebook at Dungeons and Drama Nerds. For cast bios, head to our website, dungeonsanddramanerds.com. Tune in next week for a new commentary episode.